Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. I'm Rachel. I know. Thanks. What's your name? <laughs> Desi. Nice to meet you. Now, Desi, I did not have a particular theme for this episode based on what we talked about in Joan Crawford and Christina Crawford Part 2. Okay. So I just decided, let's talk about something I want to talk about. Okay. Which is controversial slash bizarre toys throughout the years. Oh, I, I like it. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Do you know about Growing Up Skipper? Growing Up Skipper? Is that the Barbie's little sister? Okay. Skipper? <laughs> for, the, for those of you who don't know the Barbie universe, Skipper, I think she was introduced in the early 60s, What was Bar- or is, she's still around, is yeah. Barbie's little sister. Okay. She's supposed to be like 12 okay. or something. Yeah. And I had a Skipper doll. Did you have a Skipper I'm doll? I'm pretty sure I did. So yeah. she looks just like Barbie, but Minnie, mm-hmm. but like a child. They gave her like a rounder face. Right. Because she has baby fat. She's not as uh, Barbie body no. as Barbie. She looks like a preteen. Yeah. So in 1975, Mattel debuted Growing Up Skipper, which was the Barbie doll with two dolls in one. And that means that the doll started out as Barbie's younger sister, Skipper, in her child body. But if you rotated her arm, (laughs) she grew half an inch taller, her waist got smaller, and she grew breasts. (gasps) Wow. I watched the commercial for this because it's on YouTube and it is alarming. I mean, in real time, you see the girl in the commercial, the young girl in the commercial twisting the Skipper doll's arm and her tits just start growing. And it even comes with an older man saying, why haven't you developed (laughs) (laughs) So you get the full puberty I mean, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this doll was, who's buying this? Oh, I know who's buying this. The men who comment that you've been developing nicely. It's so gross. Just the concept of like having it happen instantly for some reason makes it creepy. Right. And, And that she still has the like childlike face. Right. But then right. she grows these big boobs. Right. Her face doesn't like slim down. <laughs> or right. Something. Right. She doesn't get bags under her eyes or Ugh, whatever. Like she's so just, gross. Cause she's still whatever, 12. Yeah. Like, she's still 12, but all of a sudden she gets a smaller waist and boobs. We don't need to have that transition <laughs> happening. We just need the skipper doll and the Barbie doll. Like, right. I mean, come on. What's the point? Gross. So obviously this doll caused outrage. Good. People were like, this is disgusting. Yeah. Who is this for? (laughs) 
we get it. This is what happens. Women's bodies change when they go through puberty, right. but this is demented. Yeah. It like is there's demented. something just that's just demented about it. Here's a picture of growing up Skipper. This is the most 70s looking doll ever. Oh God. Yes. Is this her? Oh, and then they have her before and after. Yeah, on the box. Ugh. This reminds me of like something like a modern day story where like the cast of Stranger Things shows up to a premiere and everyone's like, ooh, she's she's looking so gorgeous, but she's still 12. But she like put makeup on like the 12-year-old star of that show. They literally did that to Yeah, her. that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like one of those things. Like yeah. it's that that's what it's like. It's like, yeah, she's still 12, even if she looks more grown up or whatever. Yeah, get it it's through still, your head. Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter. So yeah. Um I mean <laughs> Just awful. <laughs> Here, here's a demo of it. Um, <laughs> Rachel's, Rachel's demo, not letting me off. The I just hook. found a demo of growing up Skipper doll. Okay, they're cranking the arm. They're cranking the arm. Here come the boobs. Here come the boobs. What? Are, it's like they have metal ball bearings under the plastic. <laughs> can you make her go back? To, yeah, you I can guess? make her okay. go back. You can make her. The cranking of the arm too. It's like yes, we are just meat. To grow tits on. <laughs> There's something so just awful about seeing that arm crank. It's symbolically Yeah, gross. I don't like it. Okay. This is another gross toy that's also very hilarious to me. And this came out in the early 2000s and, again, released by Mattel. Mattel. I feel like Mattel has just always gotten themselves into a world They're of They're just going for it. They always go for yeah, it. Yeah, they have like a, they must have a huge R&D budget. So they're just like coming up with ideas and implementing them. Like, yeah. Well, in the early 2000s, they released a toy magic broom from Harry Potter, but the broom vibrated. I'm familiar with this toy. Now, this toy... (laughs) (laughs) Desi's very familiar. The Nimbus 2000 (laughs) vibrating broom. This toy I've seen featured before on a number of, like, fail blogs or whatever. me too. Like, in the past, or you just see it. But it was a real toy. Look, if I was a kid, I would have been all over that broom. (laughs) (laughs) this toy (laughs) this toy uh obviously horrified parents when they realized what their kids were really using it for i guess or what (laughs) what (laughs) maybe when mommy was using (laughs) husbands were horrified when they came home and found their wives on it i mean it is the size of what you would expect a broom, like a toy broom to look like. Right. It looks like a witch's broom. Yeah. But Harry Potter. Yeah. And it vibrated and made like magical sounds. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> now, uh, there are some Amazon reviews that have since been taken down, but someone saved them on methodshop.com. And one review says... My 12-year-old daughter is a big Harry Potter fan, and I loved the part with the Nimbus 2000, so I decided to buy her this toy. I was afraid she would think it was too babyish, but she loves this toy. Even my daughter's friends enjoy playing with this fun toy. I was surprised at how long they can just sit in her room and play with this magic broomstick. (laughs) A great buy for any Harry Potter fan. Okay, this is another one from... I guess she's from New Jersey. A toy enthusiast from New Jersey. 
This toy was number one on my daughter's Christmas list, so what the heck? Although it has no educational value, I figured it'd be for good for imaginative play. It wasn't until after she opened her gift and started playing with it that I realized the toy may offer a more, more than sensational experience. The broomstick has cute sound effects and vibrates when they put it in between their legs to fly. <laughs> Come on, what were the creators thinking? She'll keep playing with the Nimbus 2000, but with the batteries removed. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> when my 12-year-old daughter, this is a different reviewer, my 12-year-old daughter asked for this for her birthday, I kind of wondered if she was too old for it, but she seems to love it. Her friends love it too. They play for hours in her bedroom with this special toy. They really seem to like the special effects it offers, the sound effects and vibrating. My oldest daughter, 17, likes it too. I recommend this for all children. (laughs) Is that real? I think that was a fake one. Um, But yeah, there's a ton of reviews that are basically the same variation of this. Some of them are obviously like jokes. Jokes, yeah. And some of them do sound like kind of concerned parents. I like the uptight Christian ones. Where they're just like, how do <laughs> she'll not be in? My daughter will not have an orgasm. She'll be in a loveless marriage like me. <laughs> how dare this company teach her there's something better? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Our- I mean, as like as both like verified banister sliders. <laughs> oh, both of us. Yeah, I think we would enjoy the Nimbus. I agree. despite its nerdy pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's it is funny. It is I'm curious f- how strong the vibration was. Uh, you know what? If we should order one from eBay. Seriously, I want one. Sanitize yeah, I want to hear first. it. Of course. But we should. Has <laughs> this been pre-used? It'd <laughs> <laughs> be like vi- buying a used vibrator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now this is a toy from my childhood that pretty much everyone my age remembers this commercial, and it is for a board game called Don't Wake Daddy. (laughs) Now, there wasn't any official controversy with this, Uh but this is a sick and twisted board game, okay? Okay. Don't Wake Daddy was a board game from Parker Brothers. It came out in 1992, and the object of the game was to make it into the kitchen for a late-night snack without waking daddy who I presumed as a child was presu- was passed out from a night of heavy drinking, and he would be enraged if any of his kids woke him up. I mean, what other option is there to be... <laughs> like, seriously? In the commercial, there are children, like, tiptoeing down to the kitchen in utter fear of waking this rageaholic father. Jeez, just to get a snack? Just to get a midnight oh snack. Maybe they were malnutrition. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was like a game of fear. Yeah. So how it worked was you moved around the board towards the kitchen, but if you landed on a sound picture, you had to press daddy's alarm clock, which could trigger the plastic figurine of daddy to shoot up out of his bed and wake up. Ooh. And you'd get in trouble. <laughs> get in trouble is in quotes. <laughs> 
Now, some of the sounds that you could land on included rollerblades, a baseball, a crying baby, a television, a barking dog, a tricycle, a broken vase, a cuckoo clock, a screaming parrot, a falling picture frame, a toy piano, a bowl of fruit being knocked over, a cat whose tail had been stepped on, a falling dish with a slice of cake on it, a radio, and falling pots and pans. I'm glad that they made sure we knew it was the 90s by including rollerblades. <laughs> what is going on in this house? Seriously. Why are these kids so afraid of daddy? Why? Also, why are you, why is there cake on a plate? <laughs> like, what is, why don't they eat that instead of what's in the kitchen? Yeah. I'd go for that first. It seems like a lot of obstacles. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P dot com slash H-C-S. Okay, now here is a toy that I wanted when I was a child and my mother would not buy it for me because it was too disgusting, according to her. Oh. And I texted her last night. I said, Mom, do you remember this? And she says, oh, yes. And I said, do you remember how you wouldn't buy it for me? And she's like, Rachel, you have a very good memory. But she would not buy me this doll. Okay. This doll's name was Baby Uh-Oh. Is that the one that poops and pees? Yes. Okay. Do you remember this commercial? I don't remember this one, but there's always a doll like this. I thought it was called like Baby Alive. There was okay. Baby Alive. <laughs> Which there's, is also creepy. Yes. It's, it's baby alive. It's like that's the name of a horror movie. That's not it's, a doll. It's fucking disturbing. <laughs> baby uh oh. Baby uh oh. You can easily find this commercial on YouTube. This was a Hasbro toy. It debuted in 1989, and the entire point was to feed your baby and clean up its diapers. I mean, just an unbelievable concept. Because I do, I remember wanting those dolls, and I think I had one that just peed, maybe. But I wanted the poop. This one pooped, yeah, and it got diaper rash. And the, ooh, <laughs> this doll got diaper rash. Desi. Damn, this was like the full experience. So you had to change it, as if you wouldn't be right there to change it right away. <laughs> right. I mean, and I'm pretty sure my mom thought, just like I do now, in hindsight, that the name Baby Uh Oh is fucking vulgar. Yeah. That is disgusting. I remember thinking, I think I wanted some doll like this, and my mom was like, I'm not buying you all those diapers <laughs> or something like that, like to have to keep buying the diapers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was like her problem. Right. The added expense. She had done her time to buying pampers. <laughs> After you fed it its bottle, the baby would either shit or piss. I don't remember what the shit stain looked like. But I do remember what the pee stain looked like. It was like a yellow splotch that would happen in the right. diapers. And then I remember the diaper rash, like it would appear right on the baby's butt. Oh. If you didn't like wipe it, wipe it properly. Like if it, the liquid stayed on it too long, maybe yeah, it, it turned it, splotchy. It got splotchy. And the, uh, <laughs> and the, in the commercial itself from 1989 stars a young Kirsten Dunst. Oh, cool. It's very cute. Yeah. Like she, it's, she's very cute. Baby, uh-oh. It went, baby, uh-oh. There she goes. She's wet her diaper again. <laughs> this is like a, this is like, this is like a fetish now. <laughs> that is a real fetish, Debbie. Yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> like all of this language sounds so like daddy, like, ooh, bad baby. Uh-oh. <laughs> I wet my diaper. You're still a good girl. There was a whole slew of demented baby doll toys when I was a kid because I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube and watched like a whole bunch of them from like 88 until 91 like the ones that were like targeted towards my age group and there was one called baby shivers and (laughs) and it was a baby doll that vibrated and it like shivered unless you put the wrapped it up in a blanket there's like I feel like they were really trying to expand the baby universe. Right. Like to come out with a new baby doll, you needed a new gimmick. Like, do you know what I mean? You couldn't just release a baby. But why was this baby shivering? It was clearly ill. <laughs> I don't think it even mattered. They're just like, this baby shivers. Like, do you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. Hey. They're just trying to come up with a new thing they can make the right. baby do. Right. I think we talked about this on one of our episodes, but when I got the preemie. The cabbage The cabbage patch, patch preemie. preemie. It's like, I don't just want a doll. I want a premature baby. <laughs> 
Like you wanted to have like a little gimmick. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but these are all like disorders or something's wrong with the baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like the shivering baby. That's not cute. There's something wrong. Right. Like it's kind of sad. The commercial's disturbing. Yeah. The, I mean, because the there's shivers. no reason a baby should be shivering like that. It was violently shaking, yeah. Desi. Yeah, like that doesn't happen with babies. <laughs> That's not a thing. The baby looked dead, too. That's not like a common like baby thing. Like, oh, I love when my baby's... I'm just like a sucker for when a baby shivers. <laughs> like, it's not a thing. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Uh, here's one that I just found out about that happened, and it's called the Kaylee Sunshine Doll. Oh, this was a doll that came out in 2009. Okay. So following recent. the murder of Kaylee Anthony. What? This was a doll that a Florida toy maker oh, came man. up with. No. <laughs> this woman came up with a doll modeled after Kaylee Anthony, the young child of murderer Casey Anthony. Right. <laughs> Okay, this is from CNN. Is this one of those creepy dolls that look like a real baby? Uh, well, they tried... It just looks like a doll, like okay. a baby doll, but they tried to make it look like Kaylee Anthony. And Got it, it. she has a white t-shirt on that says Kaylee Sunshine. That looks like Kaylee <laughs> I guess. It's like a blonde, blue-eyed baby doll. Uh, this is from CNN. A Florida company is suspending launch of its Kaylee Sunshine doll following public outcry that included members of slain toddler Kaylee Anthony's family. The Kaylee Sunshine doll would have cost $29.99, but sales of the doll have been suspended. Jamie Salcedo, president of Showbiz Promotions, told CNN that the Jacksonville-based company intended the dolls to honor children who die young and raise money for charity. (laughs) (laughs) That is the biggest fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. That's so weird. This is like what a creepo. This is for all little girls who've been murdered by their psychotic (laughs) mothers. Let's have have died young. Yeah, seriously. What a euphemism. Yeah, Um, and it's really creepy that it's called Kaylee Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, oh, according to the website, that each doll plays the song "You Are My Sunshine." Gross! How could they be even more horrible? <laughs> That's horrifying. Um, so yeah, that was like quickly squashed Ugh, that project. Awful. But I just thought that is one of the most demented things I've ever heard in my life. I just hate thinking of her little light bulb moment. Like whoever invented this doll. Like I'm like, going to capitalize on this death. She's like, ooh, here's what we do. Like <laughs> just thinking of her coming up with it and we'll have it play. You are my sunshine. <laughs> like I just like to think of her little brainstorming session on something so creepy. I yeah. would watch a documentary on this one. I, I know. <laughs> I, I want to know what in God's name she was thinking. I need to ask her questions. Desi, you were to old for this probably but i remember the commercials from when i was a kid and it was for a barbie doll called earring magic ken oh that came out in 1993 and earring magic ken became a gay icon well yeah because this was the outfit he was wearing he was wearing a very chic lavender pleather vest with a lavender mesh top underneath <laughs> He had <laughs> he had freshly highlighted hair, very tight black pants, and a silver earring in his ear. Did he have like a five o'clock shadow? 
No, that was shaven fun, Ken, okay. which I wanted him so bad. I I'm never got him. I'm just picturing this guy looking like George Michael. Like, uh, you know what? He, look, here's a picture of him. Okay. Wow. Now, he also has a necklace around his neck, which people were like, is that a cock ring? <laughs> Because it's literally a cock ring hanging around his neck. This was absolutely marketed to kids. Uh, Mattel was like, what are the cool kids wearing nowadays on MTV? What was their opinion of what he was? Just a cool guy. Oh, just a cool guy. He's fucking fashionable because there there was earring magic Barbie. Got it. So So this is the earring magic. Ken. And and what is the earring? It's like a lot. It's like you... How does it appear? He just has an earring. That's it. But okay. it comes with like child size earrings matching clip on matching it. in the box. So Barbie earring magic Barbie had these dangly earrings. Right. But so then was, they had a Ken version or whatever, a boy version. So I mean look, he's amazing looking. The cock ring. He has a fucking cock ring. There's no his other neck. fucking necklace that anyone ever wore in the history of the world that looks like that. That was never like a thing. Unless a big, it was actually yeah. literally a cock ring. Yeah, like no no one ever wore a necklace like that. Except a cock ring yeah. necklace. Which <laughs> well, people, people Yes. Yes, Desi. Okay, this is an article from the Chicago Reader called Ken Comes Out, and it's from 1993. It's written by Dan Savage. Oh, cool. And it's about this doll because he was obsessed with this doll when it came out and he ran to the store to buy it, as yeah. did like his other gay man friends. Of course. They were like, we have to get this fucking doll. Yeah. Mattel's new Ken doll is on the market and the debut of new Ken is getting almost as much press as the debut of new Coke did. Since his introduction at a toy convention in New York City in February, Ken's been everywhere, including the front page of New York Times Arts and Leisure section. Why the hoopla? Ken's new look. His pierced left ear and his two-toned grease lightning hairdo. (laughs) But Earring Magic Ken is sporting another accoutrement that's been largely overlooked. Hanging around Ken's neck on a metallic silver thread is what 10 out of 10 people in the know will tell you at a glance is a cock ring. Mattel Toys, uh, in in the person of Lisa McKendall, decries everything. Absolutely not, she said. It's a necklace. It holds charms he can share with Barbie. Come on, this is a doll designed for little girls. Something like that would be entirely appropriate. Okay, Lisa, let's call it a necklace. Queers have been wearing cock rings as necklaces for years. Oh my anyway, God. he goes on to basically praise this doll and talk about how hilarious this is that yeah. Mattel had no idea that this look was so coded as queer. Who was the designer like sneakily pushing this forward, right? I, I don't know, but I hope it was like on purpose on Me the too. designer's Me part. Me too. They're like, Let's it just- has to be. Yeah. There's no way you fucking put that doll together and not have an agenda. Like that doll is gay. As if Ken. <laughs> Like it's so clearly. <laughs> Look, I'm just agreeing with Tansavich. <laughs> Does he dolls can't be gay? <laughs> that's, that's so funny what you said. <laughs> that doll is a homosexual. I sound like a preacher. You sound like a fucking preacher. <laughs> That doll was committing homosexual acts. Okay, I can't. I'm going to, like, lose it. Um, look, Ken's always been gay. <laughs> I feel like that's... But just, he's really pushing... 
Like if you saw what he's wearing, you'll know what I'm talking about. Because that's like... <laughs> he looks like he belongs on the Truth or Dare tour. He looks like he's in like some straight guy wrote a pilot set in Fire Island. <laughs> and that's like what they think everyone dresses like there. <laughs> Dan Savage was like, he's wearing gay clothes that were popular three years ago. Like, right. It's not fashionable, but it's like, it's like, it's almost like a straight person's idea of what gay guys dress like totally. back in 1993. Right. <laughs> like, it's so over the top and ridiculous. Yeah. I fucking love earring magic, Ken. I want one. Seriously. It's I amazing. Love this doll. It's great. I love Ken in general. I had I had some Ken dolls. I definitely did. I have one from like the sixties. Really? Yeah, I got it like at a thrift, like a flea market or something, and it had like the little um bo- like shorts and like um a striped shirt that has a collar, but it's open. Ooh, so it's like a very beach look. Right, very sixties yeah. beach look. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, it was a cute outfit. I am a huge fan of Barbie. In general, like I always have been when I was a little kid, like I was like, do you remember those Barbie catalogs they would come out with? Yes. I fucking loved those. Whenever a new one would come, I would just pour over it because they had all the, all the accessories were so great. I didn't have a lot of Barbie stuff because it's expensive. Um, but I think when I was like 12, I did this like thing. I feel like a lot of kids might do this. Well, you know, you're like really cool already because you're 12, <laughs> but I would go to my friend's house and we would secretly play with her Barbies yeah. and like not tell our friends. <laughs> like it was like, we're still kids. We still like Barbies. So we would like secretly Aww. play with Barbies to like. I don't and blame just, like, you. Because she had everything. Right. That was me. I had everything. Right. She I, had like the house and like yeah, everything. I, I had the house. Well, it wasn't the full house, but I had the Barbie bathtub. And it was like lavender. Ooh. It was really cool. I had like the whole Barbie like bathroom. Ooh, so yeah. it had like glass bricks because oh, it was made in like yeah. the late 80s and like a lavender bathtub. And I also had a white Barbie Ferrari. Ooh. I, that was like my pride and joy was that white bar- Barbie Ferrari. And my brother fucking threw it off of a hill. I, I've had toys like that that I had pride and joy in and someone destroyed them. I was devastated. It's such a bitch move. <laughs> It's an absolute kid bitch move where you have no connection. So you just destroy what your sister or cousin loves the most. Because that's what you do. And it's like, it makes you also realize how cheap everything is. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's the most expensive toy, it's still cheap plastic. Like, And there was no way to not sound like a total fucking little cunt complaining to my mom. Mom, Nick fucked up my Barbie Ferrari. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You have no choice. I had no choice yeah, so I had that, and I had um, I had a bunch of different Barbie dolls, and they all had sex with each other. That was right. like the most fun playing with Barbie was dressing them up, but then getting them naked. All my Barbies scissored. All my Barbies were Ooh. lesbians. Ken never had sex with any of my Barbies. Um, one time, I carved pubes into mine. What? <laughs> <laughs> How? I did something. I did some surgeries to my Barbies Desi. that I did regret because I was like, oh, well, that ruined it. Like, I one time cut the plastic off the arm because it Ew, was like... Ew, Desi. <laughs> you skinned it? Because I was curious what was inside. No. <laughs> that serial killer of me. That is re- so serial killer. <laughs> you know, once, once I was done with them, I was like, oh, what's in here? What's that? Yeah. Okay. Right. I get it. It sounds sick. <laughs> Now it does sound sick. Um, but, you know, you'd cut the hair off and realize it didn't grow back. I cut the hair off for sure, and then I would, like, shave it. 
Um, I think the arm thing, maybe it did split open somehow and then I just right. pulled it open because right. it is sort of soft plastic in certain yes. areas. Yes. Um, anyway. I loved Barbie. I liked the weird toys. Um, there were a few other Barbie ones I'm not going to get to, but just from when I remembered like the controversy that came out, there was one called Teen Talk Barbie that came out in There's 92. like hundreds of Barbies. That were controversial? Not controversial, but they had so many fucking Barbies. I know. Like, it was literally... And there's, like, sometimes very, very few differences. It's like they have one accessory or something, like... Yeah, I mean, like, the ones that were popular when I was a kid was, like... Was a kid was, like, totally hair Barbie, and she had hair down to her ankles, and it was, like, crimped. My favorite Barbie thing that I had was when you just got the head... And you put makeup on it. Oh, the big head? Yes. Yeah. That was my thing. I never I had that. I fucking loved that. <sighs> that I, one I loved. Any kind of toy where you could like draw something on and it would erase magically. Yes. I like that too. I like that technology blew my mind. Yeah, I love it. I still, it blows my mind. Yeah, like how good. did that even work? How? It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Should we move on to listener email? Sure. I said email because I can't read two shit your pants emails in one episode. I was even debating reading one shit your pants email. Yeah. Because I feel like haven't we put our listeners through enough, but I couldn't resist because this one made me laugh and it was fucking disgusting. Okay. Let's do it. This is from Drew. Thank you for writing into the show. He says... Hi, my darlings. So back in the late 2000s, I started using the Allie diet program. For those who don't know how it works, when you take Allie, it basically blocks all fat from being absorbed into your body and expels it via your bum in a never-ending stream of oil. <laughs> First of all, you could have ended the email there. We, we know that what's is, happening. That is disgusting. <laughs> I've never heard... About this diet product before. I remember when Allie came out. I never tried it. This sounds dangerous. It's like very Alestra. Right. You know? Oh, like anal leakage? Yeah. You guys. <laughs> do you remember Olean chips? <laughs> I was obsessed with Olean chips. Not to eat them, but I just thought the whole scandal of Olean chips was the most hilarious thing ever. I just remember my mom... I think they were also like called wow chips. They said wow <laughs> on the front of the bag as if to imply, wow, I shit my pants. Right. My mom was like so amazed. I remember her talking about them before they came out. Like they're going to come out with these chips. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what? <laughs> she was like so excited for this technology. It's not even like they had that many less calories. It's an insane product. And Anything, how do you sell a food product with a warning about anal leakage on it? It said it right on the back. It was like really big. It said, warning, this may cause anal leakage of loose stools. Once you see that, you can't eat it. No. Okay. And I ate some before. I I may have tried it. I tried some. I'm sure I did. Okay. Back, Back to Drew's email. So one night, I went out drinking with some friends and I'd pre gamed quite a bit, more than I'd planned, and we went 
to get some Mexican food before going Ugh, to the bar. Drew. <laughs> Be- He's setting everything up for a disaster. Being drunk and not fully aware of my choices and the subsequent consequences, I ate plenty of delicious Mexican food. Not too long after, we were at the bar having a great time. While we were at the bar having a great time, I thought I could get away with letting out a little toot that nobody would notice. No. The miscalculation of the century. I could feel that oily substance spread rapidly against my cheeks. Jesus. I could have played it cool and discreetly made my way to the bathroom, but the one thing that the alley company failed to mention is that the oily substance had the potential to be the rankest smelling, most god-awful stench known to man. It wasn't long before people, friends, and strangers around me were visibly recoiling at the smell and wondering where it was coming from. (laughs) I scooted my way to the bathroom and soon discovered to my horror that there was a huge oily spot on the back of my pants. Sorry to be gross, but it was running down my fucking leg. I've never been so appalled and embarrassed. Needless to say, I hightailed it out of the bar and walked home alone. I had to throw away the jeans. Oh, What a sad end to what sounded like a fun night. <laughs> has, has anyone ever said... I thought it was just going to be a light fart (laughs) and not had it turn disastrous. (laughs) That seems like, that seems like the, like the beginning to an awful experience, like all the time. Like I thought it was just going to have a light little fart. Yeah. You gambled and you lost. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Has that happened to you, Desi? No, I've never shit myself, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, not yet. Saving it for uh, my baby Jane days. (laughs) Saving it for our first tour. Yeah, definitely. No, I don't have like stomach problems. Do you know what I mean? Not that that person had stomach problems. He was taking But I don't really have like, I've only had like one close experience and that was it. Like I didn't, it didn't happen though because I got to a bathroom. Right. So it wasn't like I farted and something happened. I knew something was going on. Right. Like I had like food poisoning or something. Uh, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't come close. I have pissed my pants. Oh yeah, I've done For that. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, like I'm still cool. <laughs> Not that? shit your pants cool, but. But she's pee your pants yeah, cool, right. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Desi, I want to. Wish our listener, Ursula, a very happy birthday. Ooh, happy birthday, Ursula. It's her birthday. And I want to wish a happy birthday not only from us, but from her cat, Nico, and from Everett as well. Aww. Do you want to see a picture of Nico? Of course. So cute. <gasps> oh, he's so beautiful. He, I want to smush him. He looks like a rag doll. I want to fucking pet that cat. I know, I do too. <laughs> he looks fluffy as hell. So happy birthday, Ursula. Thank you for listening to the show. We hope you have an amazing day. Cool, Desi. Yeah. Do you have any movie, book, podcast um, recommendations? I didn't really listen to much podcasts, but I did kind of um, watch a movie. I can't... How the fuck do I pronounce it? Um, Synecdoche, New York. Did you see that movie? No. It's uh, from, um, I think it's from like 10 years ago. It's a Charlie Kaufman movie, movie starring uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, it's a, it's a really wild movie. I can't say it's like for everyone because it's Charlie Kaufman and it's, it's like definitely um, 
surreal, I guess, even though I hate when people overuse that word. There's not like a strong linear storyline. It's like definitely, but you'll leave it feeling, I think, very emotional. So I watched it really late last night, which was like probably a mistake because then I had to go to bed when I was like really depressed. (laughs) I was like, well, that was really sad. And I'm like, I guess I'll just crash out right now. I'm just like depressed in general watching Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. Because I miss him so much. I do too. Like I think I've probably said something about this on the show or tweeted about it. Like sometimes he's in so many things that sometimes he'll pop up and I'm literally stunned when I see him. I'm like, like, because he's not like the star. He'll just be like a small part. So I'll be surprised when he shows up. Uh, but obviously he's like in every scene of this movie. Uh, and it's, I don't know if that adds to the sadness of the movie, maybe, cause it's sort of a, it's a movie about like life and death. Kind of, so it definitely has an added aspect to it, but I had been see- wanting to see it for a while and I finally watched it. Um, so yeah, if you're into that, if you like Charlie Kaufman's movies and you haven't seen it, you should see it. Uh, the other weird movie I watched this week is JFK, which I had seen before, but I hadn't seen it in a while. <laughs> Why did you watch that? I'll tell you why. Because I listened to like that six-part JFK um, podcast on last podcast. Oh, did they do one recently? They did a six-part episode podcast on JFK assassination. So I hadn't seen it in a while, and I was just also falling asleep. I've been staying up much later, so I'll just watch random things. So I started watching it. That movie is very weird. Yeah. Um, So... It's like three hours, so I didn't finish it, but I had seen it before. But I fell asleep, and then at some point I woke up not realizing that like two hours had passed or whatever. And I was just like all of a sudden in like, remember like the gay, the gold gay orgy sequences with like Tommy Lee Jones and Kevin Bacon? (laughs) I had just completely forgotten about that aspect of the movie. Yeah, Um, There's like this whole thing in the movie with this like, the guy Kevin Costner plays thinks there's like this gay mafia who who assassinated JFK. Right. And it's kind of like this thing where you're like, I don't think it happened, but um, honestly, that would be amazing <laughs> if these guys at this like eyes wide shut gay ball in New Orleans were responsible. Okay. I haven't seen it in so long. It's really weird. I mean, it's on the conspiracy theory side. It's that like... Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't watch it as a historical... No. Um, but it, it's basically um, conspiracy theory type deal for right. sure the movie. Um, but it's interesting i mean it doesn't have to be factual you should just know that going in <laughs> like right um so yeah i didn't really watch anything i watched more ray donovan i'm on season midway season seven <gasps> You're so almost, almost done. done um and i'm kind of like maybe that's why i'm watching movies because i'm kind of delaying it right but i mean it's i'm almost done so yeah we'll see wow yeah wow um yeah i I don't even remember what I watched this week. Uh, this week is like a blur. This week is honestly a blur. I've had a lot on my plate this week, yeah. and it's been really kind of crazy. Yeah, me uh, too. There's just been a lot of stuff going on. So um, I watched the final chapter of the Asante Brothers saga on my 600-pound life Right, I need to watch it. Those boys. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, Look, that stuff's not going away fast. Their issues. <laughs> their issues. And their father's issues. Yeah. Their father. Oh, totally. The Asante father, he's very codependent, that man. And that man, I think, is going to die before his sons from stress. Yeah. Stephen, why are you yeah. being mean to your brother? Just awful. Oh, boy. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. I can't. Uh, but it was entertaining. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I like mess. I'm going to watch it. I just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. And I love Doctor Now. Yeah. He's great. Um, do you have anything you... Wait, what's next? What'd Food? you eat? What'd you eat? Oh, so that's a good segue. Yeah. I... I had a pizza today. It was really good. It looked good. It Tell had, us about um, it. It had salami, Calabrian chilies. Yes. And pickled jalapenos. So it was a spicy meatball. <laughs> sounds good. It was good. I didn't eat it all. So maybe I'll have some later. I put it in my, it's in my car. I don't care. <laughs> I'll still eat it. Uh, it's not hot. That is hot. Um, and then... Did I have anything else? No, I didn't. Not really. I had some fucking ziti the other night. Oh, yum. Yeah, I made some fucking ziti. Oh, I did make a cherry pie. Desi, I'm talking. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you about my ziti. Okay, what kind of ziti? Some fucking ziti. Like baked ziti. I did not bake it because I didn't have all the things to make the baked ziti, so I just made like a nice spicy tomato sauce. Uh, okay. With some freshly grated Parmesan cheese. I need to go grocery shopping tomorrow. I actually need to go grocery shopping too. I haven't in like two weeks. It's I been think. like chopped in my house right now, but like with all starches. That's yeah. all I have left is all starches. I don't have any vegetables. I have no vegetables. I had leeks. That's what I had. I like I had leeks. I don't even have, <laughs> I don't even have an onion at my house right now. I got nothing. It is all starches. Yeah. No, me too. It's I all even ran pastas. out of protein. So yeah, I last me night too. I made fried rice with leeks. That, that was what it, good. It's actually good. Did I, I have the eggs? best fried rice recipe. I'll post it sometime. It's literally the best. I will eat like a fucking pot of it. It's so fucking good. That's a bold statement that you have the best fried rice. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it's the best in the world. It's a stellar and unusual fried rice. It's really unusual. tasty. Well, it's not like typical because it has leeks in it. That sounds yummy. It's just leeks, garlic, ginger, and sesame oil and soy sauce. Yum. And it's like so good. Sometimes I do put a fried egg on top. Um, and it's really good. Yeah. So that yum. sounds good. It's yum. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's what I ate was fucking ziti. Hopefully we'll go grocery shopping and have better we're, choices next We're doing week. that tomorrow. Okay. We're doing that tomorrow. Okay, good. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Bye. Bye.